What is up, everybody? This is the Committed Youth Podcast, the official podcast of the High School Student Ministry of Calvary La Habra in La Habra, California. I'm Kevin Melgar, back here again to host today's discussion, and I am on my own once more with just a couple of guests here. Hopefully, we'll get the usual crew back for next episode. But, you know, today's episode is our final episode on dating, I promise, and I am excited for today's conversation. We had Jay and Lisa, we brought them in for the seasoned perspective on our first episode, and Melanie and Sebastian kind of brought a younger take, but today we have the youngest couple yet with us. And this couple, they both came through our youth group, they graduated, and then they went and got married. So, I've personally known these two people. I love these two for a long time. It is Mikey and Isabel Rodriguez. What's up, guys? I What's feel like up, I'm Kevin? walking down the aisle right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, what is up? Yeah, I mean, we've, yeah, we've known each other for a long time now. This is exciting that you guys have a podcast now. That's awesome. How are you, Kevin? Good, good. Um, Mikey and Isabel, you guys, I just want to let our listeners know that you guys have not gotten a chance to listen to either of our previous episodes. Uh, But, you know, with couples on this podcast, I personally just cannot resist the opportunity to have you guys play the newlywed game. Uh, So uh, you guys know how this works if you've been listening to the podcast, and you guys probably also know how this works as far as the newlywed game. So you each have uh, pieces of paper and pens. And I'm going to ask you both a question, and you have to write down your answer on your pieces of paper without letting each other see them. Once you have your answers, you're going to reveal them. The goal is for you guys to have the same answer. So, are you guys ready to do this? Yeah. Yes. I guess so. (laughs) All right. So, let's get started. First question. Where were the two of you when you first met? Where were the two of you when you first met? Yeah, you guys probably, from what I know, met each other a long time ago. So I'm sure you guys will have a lot of fun sorting this one out. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. (laughs) So are you guys ready? Do you guys have your answers? Yes. Yes. All right. Mikey, why don't you go first and reveal what you wrote down? Well, from what I remember... Um, this is what my parents told us. They would walk our brothers to kindergarten and we were in a stroller. So that's what I put. (laughs) All right, Isabel, what did you put down? Uh, basically the same thing. That's what my mom would tell me. So I put in my old neighborhood because we lived, um, in the same neighborhood and our moms would walk our brother, uh, our brothers, I think to kindergarten. We would be right there in the stroller. <laughs> so that that's amazing. I love your guys' story. Like just the fact that you've known each other literally your whole lives is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, I mean, I was probably pushing the stroller because I'm <laughs> ten months older, but uh who knows? Who's counting? <laughs> oh man. Well, okay, so you guys were obviously very, very young when you first met. That's awesome. So that's our first question. You guys got it correct. All three couples, I think, have gotten this this first question correct. So you guys are on point. So let's go to question number two, which is, who liked who first? Who liked who first? So this one you guys have to figure out. I know I won't name names, but there's one of our couples who had trouble with this one. 
So we'll see if you guys can can nail it. Yeah, I'm kind of scared about this one. <laughs> All right, I got my answer. Yeah, I got mine too. I'm ready. All right. So, who liked who first? Let's go to Isabel on this one. Isabel, uh, what did you write down? Uh, I think I liked Mikey first. Yeah, no, actually, I'm being shy. I know I liked Mikey first. He was playing hard to get, acting like a 20, and yeah. Anyways, it was definitely me. Yeah, I put the same thing after her. <gasps> yeah, he even knew it. He even knows yeah, it. Yeah, no, I knew it. <laughs> Well, that's good. You guys both got the same answer. But here's the question. So if you guys knew each other since you were in strollers, then what age did you guys start liking each other? So Isabel, what age did you like Mikey at? Oh, gosh. I mean, it was there was some like I liked him a while before he liked me. And I don't know, maybe I was like 14. Whatever age you are in eighth grade. I think yeah, maybe 14. Yeah. OK, so eighth grade. Nice. Are you going to make me answer the same question? <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess it's worth asking it, what when did you start liking Isabel Mikey? Uh, He's like last month. Uh, no, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding, <laughs> <laughs> I'm awful. I, I guess I'd say like end of freshman year, sophomore year. <laughs> so around ninth grade then. All right, cool. You guys were able to to conquer the who liked who question. So here we go. Let's see if you guys can get three out of three. We'll, we'll go the last one. Okay. Where did you guys go on what you would consider your first date? Easy. Yep. Yeah, I got my answer. I'm ready. Ready. All right. Let's go back to Mikey again. Mikey, why don't you tell us what you put down? Okay. I put down Subway. <laughs> <laughs> Isabel, do you agree with that? Is that what you wrote down as well? Yeah, I... I said Subway. Subway, here's some proof right here. Subway. <laughs> I mean, I didn't eat, but it was definitely Subway. <laughs> Wait, okay. So, Mikey, did you eat a sandwich while Isabel just watched? For yeah, sure. I ate a sandwich. He ate a singing footlong. And I thought it was cool, for whatever reason, to buy six chocolate chip cookies and eat them all. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wasn't cool at all. He offered me literally like, the last one. Like, out of six... Offered me the last one. Wow. So chivalrous, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, he's so sweet. Oh, man. Okay, so, you know, you guys were talking about the eighth grade slash freshman year was when you guys started liking each other. So how long after that did this first date take place? I would have no idea. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Because like, technically it wasn't a date, but we just say that because it's like the first place. We literally like lived down a hill. We walked down the hill and we weren't even allowed. This was so... Before we were supposed to, allowed to date, we walked down a hill because my mom let us, and we went to Subway and got lunch. Nice. So yeah, I, so yeah, so technically, it wasn't maybe, no, it, like, no, no. Honestly, it was like because we liked each other before we even like would talk and stuff. So we became like we started to not like each other, and then we became closer friends. I think sophomore year. So then we would start hanging out junior year, like the beginning, yeah. a little before. I think maybe the summer before. So. I think this subway situation took place like a little before junior year or junior year. Yeah, I think at the beginning of junior yeah. year. Yeah. So subway happened junior year, you know, a couple years after you guys first started noticing each other. I mean, you guys have, a, again, an interesting story. 
you guys mentioned the fact that you weren't technically allowed to date at that time. But I'm glad, Isabel, that you qualify that with, you know, even though you guys were still just friends, uh, you were able to hang out, you know, with parental permission. Getting into this main part of our discussion, I really wanted to uh, talk to you guys about that experience, you know, getting to know each other. Uh, We talked with Jay on our first episode how dating is kind of a multi-definition kind of term, depending on who you ask. You know, and we kind of nailed down that as Christians, dating is really that process of moving towards marriage. The world would have a very different definition of it. And within the church, sometimes people aren't allowed to enter into those kinds of relationships until they're a little bit older. So I want to talk to you guys about your experience. You mentioned, Isabel, that your mom gave you permission to go with Mikey to Subway, that infamous uh, first not date date. (laughs) (laughs) So what what kind of backgrounds were you both coming from in, in regards to dating? Um, I think for me, I didn't really know like what, as far as like my family goes, what my parents expected, I didn't really know. Um, I knew that my brothers had girlfriends in high school, but I had no idea if my parents were okay with that or not because I was young. And so I just saw them, you know, they had girlfriends and stuff in high school. So I assumed maybe. I probably could or probably not because, like I said, <laughs> I didn't know if they were allowed to or not. Um, so I, I just assumed that if they could do it, you know, like, like wouldn't I be able to do it kind of thing? <laughs> but without ever explicitly knowing that until we started dating. And hey, what about you, Isabel? Um, I think for me, I think I saw like my siblings would like people in high school and I know my brother had somewhat of the same kind of relationship, like wasn't able to date. So I knew that I couldn't date. Maybe I thought it was different for me because I knew Mikey was going to talk to my dad. I don't know. I mean, it didn't bother me. Maybe maybe they remember differently, but I don't remember it bothering me that I couldn't date because I didn't think anything would change from liking each other to dating in high school because I knew my parents weren't just going to like let me take off alone, you know, with him. So my parents are strict or I don't know, strict maybe is not the right word, but protective i guess so i knew what i was coming from but i knew yeah we they didn't allow dating in high school okay so uh mikey you're saying you pretty much thought you were allowed to date isabel uh you know probably not (laughs) but then you you know you mentioned mikey asking your dad whether it was okay uh for for you guys to date so why don't you talk a little bit about that experience and kind of how that played out um, yeah, I, I like to think I had pretty good timing with that, um, in kind of a schemey sort of way, <laughs> not to sound horrible, but I talked to him, they were going on a mission trip to Africa <laughs> and I talked to him the day before. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So I talked to him like the day before, hoping that he would like, just give me an answer before like he's gone for two weeks. Not like that two weeks really mattered too much in the grand scheme of things. Um, <laughs> weeks yeah so i i talked to him before i also i probably should have talked to him in person but i called him because they were living in corona at that time and i lived in la habra and i didn't have a car so i wasn't gonna i couldn't walk there (laughs) so i called him um i think it was probably my nerves but i just right when he answered the phone i just like yeah i really like your daughter um i was wondering like if i could date her i wasn't really sure what i was saying 
I think because I was nervous. Um, but yeah, he just, he was like, yeah, like, I know you guys like each other. I know you guys hang out. You guys are friends. Like, you know, I don't have a problem with you guys continuing this relationship that you guys have now. He said the only things that he expected of me was to not distract her from her relationship with the Lord and then not distract her from school. And then I think you were dancing at that time still too. And he said not to distract her from that either. So basically it's fine. Our relationship was okay. As long as I wasn't a distraction or a burden or any negative, you know, any negative input on her life basically. And then, yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. It was a pretty short phone call, I think because I was pretty nervous and I just got, I just got straight to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can imagine that was short, but stressful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Especially with like Francis, he like he doesn't say a whole lot of words. He's scary. You know what I mean? He's scary. And so like I had no idea what he thought of me up until that point. I had no idea what he thought of me, honestly, until like last week. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He loves you. Yeah, but I think that was also a good thing that I was just kind of straight to the point. Yeah, and I mean it's it's awesome that he kind of pointed you guys to focusing on the Lord, which is cool. That has been a a good consensus in regards to the discussions that we've been having. When you're starting a relationship with another person, that's awesome. And, you know, if you guys are are even thinking about marriage or, you know, obviously moving towards that, it's great. Ultimately, the goal of any relationship and marriage in particular is to glorify the Lord. And it's something that should glorify the Lord. It's one of the first things that he instituted on this earth. The fact that you had people in your lives pointing you towards that in your relationship is pretty awesome. But I wanted to ask you guys, so you mentioned you were in high school liking, not liking friends. Uh, So in this kind of relationship, even before you talked to Francel, Isabel's dad, (laughs) what was kind of the influence to start a relationship when you did or start pursuing that relationship when you did? And along with that, what attracted you uh, or what did you find appealing about the other person? Well, we were friends for a while. It's hard to remember because this seems like so long ago, but um, we were like a part of this little homeschool clique thing. It was like Izzy, me, Anthony Holguin, Mikey. Who else was it? Mackenzie. Mackenzie. Mackenzie Kennedy. And it kind of brought us all really close. And then that's when Mikey and I, we would start texting on the side, like very like innocent texting, just like him and I became really close with that. And um, like, I would enjoy talking to him and we just became so, I, I don't know, I guess it just seemed like normal because we just became such close friends that I guess I developed feelings first as we uh, <laughs> heard prior to this. Um, and then we were talking for a while and I can kind of, I kind of knew that he liked me. So then one day I was like, do you like me or not? (laughs) I was sick of it. I was sick of it. I literally was like, do you like me or not? Circle yes or no. (laughs) Um, but what, what attracted me to Mikey was like, he was super kind. I've seen so many different sides, sides of him, but in that time he was so, um, kind to me. And he, he had a bad attitude back then. So uh, he, yeah, he was a punk. So he wasn't nice to everyone, but he was so nice to me. And so (laughs) I loved that. And he was just like, so different and very funny. Like 
to this day, he cracks me up so much because he just, to me, he stands out and he's so funny to me. I mean, when Isabel says that Mikey was a punk, like, at one point, Mikey literally had a mohawk, uh, just so everybody knows. Uh, <laughs> yes. yes. Not, yeah, I, yeah yes. that's true. We try, to, we try to forget about that, but yeah. We have photos if we want to, yeah. like, I don't know, put them on Instagram or something. <laughs> Not sure how that works, but. No. Can... no we're good. <laughs> but anyways, go for it, Mikey. Yeah, I was saying, like, I don't know exactly what, what prompted us to kind of start a relationship like that at the time we did. I'm not, I don't think it was anything in particular. I think it was just kind of a combination of, of everything, like our friendship growing and just like, um, yeah, just getting kind of close to each other. I think, you know, I think that was it. I can't really point to a specific thing where it's like, besides, yeah, like besides, you know, her asking me, you know, do you like me like straight up? Which that was one thing that I appreciated about her. She was very, she, yeah, she's very to the point. She's, you know, she's unapologetically like herself. She was just so funny and just like, just really fun to be around. And I didn't really like to be around anybody. And so that was really cool. Cue the aww. Well, I mean, that's that's really cool. I love that you guys had that relationship that grew out of a friendship. And I think that's that's one of the best things when that can happen. And, and um you know, having that friendship and, and letting that grow and then also being intentional about when that's transitioning to more than the friendship is really great. Uh, really quickly, Mikey, I just wanted to ask you, so where did you get the idea to ask Isabel's dad for permission to kind of date? Was that something that you had always thought you wanted to do? Was that something that you got advice from somebody else? Where did it come from? Um, yeah, it mainly came from her. No, it was from your dad, remember? Oh, yeah, it was from my dad. No, you're, you're right. It, yeah. Me? I, well, yeah, I mean, I, I agree when he told me, my dad wants me to talk to your dad. And I'm like, yeah, my dad wants, probably wants you to talk to him, too. Of course. Of course. Uh, That's just how it works. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I was talking to my parents. I was talking to my dad. Because, remember, I said I wasn't really sure if I was allowed to date. I just kind of assumed I was. He also wasn't sure um, if he liked me, so, you oh know, I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, I talked to my parents, I told them, you know, I really like Isabel, I'm not really sure what to do, I guess, and my dad's like, well, probably talk to her dad just to see what he thinks, I mean, you know, you guys can like each other all you want, but if they're disapproved, you know, if they're disapproving of your relationship, you know, that's just not going to really end well in really any circumstance if you go behind their back or do something that disrespects him and so yeah i went talked to her dad and i think it was good because it kind of set a foundation in the even though you know i was so young talking to him but it kind of set a foundation um early on of like we had like a mutual respect for each other like that i would i wouldn't go behind his back to do anything like you know anything big like i would talk to him and yeah just set a good foundation of like a mutual respect for one another. That's awesome. We've been talking throughout these episodes about what in the Bible kind of directs what we should be doing in these kinds of relationships. And uh, one of the big things that we kind of touched on was being submissive to your parents. And I love that both you guys kind of model that, uh, whether it be like you were saying, Mikey, taking that advice from your dad 
to go to Isabel's dad and talk to him? Um, or Isabel, like you listening to your parents, both your mom and your dad, in regards to how you guys were going to approach this relationship? That's that's huge. And I love that. So speaking of you know everything surrounding parents and the people that are speaking into your relationship, what was it uh, like being in high school and having this kind of exclusive relationship? You guys are talking about junior year, senior year. You guys were kind of moving towards uh, towards that. What do you guys think were some of the benefits that came from having a relationship that early on? And what are some of the challenges that you guys might have faced having a relationship in high school like that? Oh, man. Um, I'll start with the benefits, I guess. A big one was for me, it's like we didn't really have much baggage to speak of in a sense. Like it's always just been us. There wasn't too much to to kind of work out in that aspect. And then also like, you know, I think about it, you know, like when we're 60, 70 or whatever, we'll get to that point and we'll be like, man, we like got to see each other grow up in a sense. Like we were thinking, you know, so young and now like, you know what I mean? And we got to kind of see each other grow up from a unique perspective. Um, So that's really cool. Like, I think that's a huge thing. But I mean, there's a lot of challenges. I mean, even just like outside of being in a relationship, for me, I was, I mean, I was selfish and I was prideful and I was, yeah, I was a punk. And those for sure, you know, were hard already dealing with just being in high school anyways, even if you're dating or not. And then adding a relationship to that, I think that added a lot more, um, I guess a lot more stress and a lot more, um, a lot more issues that maybe could have been avoided if not. Um, but I mean, you know, we're married and I, I can't say I regret any of it because this is all God's grace that he has just showed us, you know? And what would you say, Isabel? Um, I would say a good thing, a benefit is that um, I know Mikey so well. I, I, really think I was able to learn more about him by um, being with him longer, but that necessarily doesn't mean high school because obviously we could have been older, but um, I don't know. I just really think that I know a, a lot about him that I wouldn't know if we had just started dating like a year before we got married. Not to say that that's bad. It's just, I think we're, we're learning so much about marriage. Like just right, you know, obviously just starting out, but like I'll talk to people who are, you know, just like a married a year ago. Maybe they only met a year and a half ago. And I'm like, oh, you're just now dealing with that. Like I dealt with that three years ago. It sucks, <laughs> you know, and um, just like learning, just learning things about and that not not talking about things in marriage, but just learning like personality things and learning about Mikey and um, and then myself too, learning more about, you know, how I need to treat him and whatnot. I mean, I would say the challenges, obviously, you know, my parents didn't want that to be a distraction, but so sorry if my parents are listening. It was a distraction. <laughs> I can't, I can't lie and say he wasn't a distraction to me. Maybe it was just mentally, but you know, we didn't always see each other, but he was definitely a distraction for me because obviously everything you think about, you now want to, I wanted to add him into the equation, even though. I, you know, I wasn't ready for that because I was young and I couldn't do that because I lived far, but I wanted that. And so it was a little distracting. 
I did finish school. I did do dance and um, still have a relationship with the Lord. So I'm just saying it was, you know, distracting <laughs> a little bit. Just being honest. Yeah. And with those distractions, I'm sure, um, you know, we talk about the need for uh, for boundaries and for accountability in relationships. Mm-hmm. You guys seem like you had a great environment with your parents and, and with kind of the, the principles and the things that they set forth. But whether it be from them or whether it be things that you guys decided, what were some of the boundaries that were kind of set up in your relationship? Well, we literally, our parents kind of set some, we had some obviously together, but our parents were like natural boundaries for us. Like we're over at the house. <laughs> our parents are right there with us. Like, like next to us. Like, next to it, literally. <laughs> yeah. And I remember even like I would go to Justin Lane's house and she would want to have TJ over. So Mikey would come over and I'm like, oh, great. We can hang out. Like not even alone, just like us four. There her grandma was. She was even crazier than my mom sitting in between us. So there was nowhere I could go <laughs> where there was not a boundary for me. But um, I mean, some of the boundaries we had for each other was, yeah, like we, we couldn't be alone. Again, didn't have the opportunity, but... That was a boundary. We also, it's kind of funny. We put that for ourselves, but we didn't even have that option. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, if we could, we wouldn't. (laughs) Yeah. If we could, we would not. Um, And I think maybe a few times we're able to go places and we just, we made sure we went. Like, I think we went to like Disneyland and we made sure we went to like, yeah, Disneyland where there's eyes everywhere and not the, we, not the movie theater. Like we've never, we never went to the movies until we got married. Yeah. We, yeah. We've never been to the movies. Just sort like, okay, you're asking for a, a dark room with a movie on. Yeah. So those were, I don't know, <laughs> we were more of our boundaries, but we went to the movies for the first time, like two months ago, six months ago, actually. Yeah. Like six, six months, months ago. ago the, yeah. the coronavirus was two months ago. So it was like six months ago. The first time we've ever been to the movies by ourselves. Yeah. And then, yeah, first time at the movies by yourselves. And then a few months later, all the movie theaters shut down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't like the movies anyway, but (laughs) yeah. We didn't drive together for a while. Yeah, we, yeah. We didn't, we... we Yeah, because I I got a car maybe like senior year. We would always bring someone with us. Yeah. Yeah, and I think for sure, um, like the boundaries were very, you know, were more strict or our parents were more strict about it in high school. Um, and then once we graduated, I think both our parents, they allowed us to be, I guess, quote unquote adults, you know, even though we lived at home, like they're like at this point, you know, you still live here, you have to follow our rules, but at the same time you make, you can make your own decisions, you know, most of your own decisions. Um, and we can't really force you to do anything else. You know what I mean? To a certain extent, obviously. Your parents. Yeah, like, yeah, my, like I said, I still live at home. I have to follow, you know, certain rules and stuff. But even then, I think, you know, we, we still try to keep all those boundaries intact, even after. It was hard. Yeah, it was, yeah. I I have to be honest, like, before I'm, or just even throughout dating, I'm glad my parents, they were so watchful and they kind of kept us accountable just with always being there. Um, Obviously, there was times where, you know, we had to be talked to and whatnot, but I can't say that in high school I would have made those decisions correctly if I didn't have, you know, parents looking out for me. So obviously in the moment, I probably didn't appreciate it, but I do appreciate it now because I know that they were just trying to, you know, save me from heartache and trying to help me guard my heart and whatnot. And so I do appreciate 
their, I don't know, quote unquote strictness. I don't know. I want a nicer word for that. Um, but I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Looking, looking back for sure, seeing, you know, everything that we would have thought like was annoying or like overbearing. It was normal. Like, we're, yeah, we're super appreciative of it too, because it's just, I think even in that, that's just like, that was just God's grace, like on our lives and on our relationship. And I think even on our parents, like, um, our parents' minds, you know what I mean? It was God's grace on their minds to not like worry about us too much. I mean, I know they did, but I think because we didn't have a whole lot of opportunity like that, mm -hmm. um, it gave them probably a little bit of peace of mind. I have no idea, but that's what I'm assuming. <laughs> it's awesome that you guys can look back and see it. I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Uh, and just this whole idea of things that you don't appreciate in the moment about maybe the way that your parents handle things or the things that they allow you to do or don't allow you to do, I guess, is probably the thing that you get more frustrated mm -hmm. about. But I love the fact that you guys were with different levels of willingness submitted <laughs> to all these rules and you guys were able to make it all the way to marriage. And I think that, you know, some people might worry that if they follow their parents' rules, they're going to miss out, right? That <laughs> that they're going to yeah. somehow be be kept back from what, from what they want. Um, but you guys, you guys honored your parents, you guys honored the Lord, and then, thank God, it was part of his plan that you guys would actually end up married to each other. So I think that's, that's a really awesome thing. Looking back and looking at everything, based off of your guys' experiences, what would you guys say are some pieces of advice that you would give to students who are in high school right now? In regards to avoiding some of the, the traps or the temptations that might surround relationships and also in uh, prioritizing their relationship with the Lord over their relationship with another person. The prioritizing part, that, that is very hard. Like that's super hard to prioritize your relationship with the Lord over, you know, the relationship with the other person. The only like advice I could think of that would that would have that helped me a little bit. I mean, I didn't follow my own advice that much when I, when I tell myself <laughs> things. Um, but it's, I think a big thing is like, no matter what, I think just in anything, but in high school, for me, at least it was hard. It was hard for me to know like God's like exact will for my life. Like I, I didn't know, like I, I didn't know exactly what he wanted me to do. I didn't know exactly what he wanted me to do with this relationship. Um, but I did know his general will for my life, his, what he calls all Christians to be and how to live and how to act. You know, to, to love him with everything, to love my neighbor as myself, you know, to pursue righteousness, to pursue living peaceably with all men. And that applies in that relationship just to make sure the way I'm living isn't just, you know, making sure I'm a good boyfriend, but making sure I'm a good follower of Christ and, you know, being mindful to the relationship I have and being, you know, being diligent in that and diligent in what God has been showing me even those little bits. I think that's just like a huge thing. Like even if, yeah, if you're not dating, if you are dating, if you're not allowed to date, whatever, I think that's huge. Yeah. Amen. I think, um, what, yeah, something that could be advice that I also wish I would have done differently is I wish I would have not put him as the priority, but obviously God. And then also there was times where I think I would ignore my friends and kind of put him above that, which um, obviously like my friends were encouraging to me in my faith as well. So I wish I would have kind of put them at the same level that way. It kind of 
made me more level-headed about our relationship and not been so like we're together you know like it's him first then you um because you're in high school like you don't know what the future holds it's a weird time um like relationships are kind of confusing high school dating is hard like my he said I didn't always follow my own advice but there was times where we'd you know be good at this and times that we wouldn't because we knew we needed to prioritize Jesus over our, our relationship with each other so it was constantly something we would fight over with our flesh and you know wanting to like wake up and text him but knowing that we need to be in our word first and just stuff like that but how to prioritize you know your relationship with Jesus in high school it's hard because literally you think your whole life is high school so <laughs> you're like I don't know this is my new life I am who I am now and for me, at least, I don't know about everyone, obviously, but I was very selfish and I wanted to hang out with Mikey as much as I, I could. And so there was so many times that I did not prioritize my relationship with Jesus. I mean, I prioritized it in my life, but not over Mikey. And so um, that was hard because I knew I knew I needed to put Jesus above him, but I didn't know how to do that. I wish we would have prioritize Jesus together more, you know, and then maybe that would have brought me closer to prioritizing Jesus above him. Yeah. Like that, that was for sure. Like a weird thing to navigate to. It's still even like, even being married, it was like, it's, it's hard to figure that out and to do that, let alone, you know, I'm thinking 17 trying to do that. Um. (laughs) You guys definitely are, a good example, I think, um, and I know you guys aren't perfect. I would never put anyone on this podcast and and put them up as an example of somebody who's perfect because the only person that's ever been perfect is Jesus. But I am grateful to have been able to have seen your guys' relationship, to have been at your guys' wedding, to have seen you guys navigate from high school all the way to where you guys are now and continue serving the Lord, continue loving the Lord, uh, continue serving in ministry. I know you guys are both involved in uh, the children's ministry and the young adults ministry and, and, you know, different places Mm -hmm. around the church and different things. So it's really a blessing to see you guys do all of that. And I mean, is there anything else you guys would want to add anything at all before we close this out? I actually just thought of two more things, actually doing ministry together with one another. I mean, that, that just shows you so much about the other person and about yourself too. Like, like when we do a children's ministry, like just seeing her heart for these kids and just like how compassionate she is. It just, I don't want to be cheesy, but like, yeah, it made me like, like her more, love her more, you know? Um, <laughs> and even, even now it's it still, it still does, but doing ministry with each other, um, I think is a really good idea because it helps you kind of see how you guys work together as a team. You know, if you're going to be spending the rest of your life together, you need to work together pretty well. I think that's really huge to to do that, to take those opportunities to do that. And another one, when going back to like things like advice or whatever to give other people, um, honoring, yeah, honoring your parents and honoring the other person's parents too. The Lord above. Yeah. And and, yeah, honoring the Lord, obviously, but like honoring her parents, like if I would have done anything that would have caused any animosity or any tension between us. And then, you know, years down the road, I go to, you know, ask for their blessing. It just would have been really weird and really hard. It wouldn't have been the same, you know, it would have been the same conversation as, Mm -hmm. you know, 
if I didn't do that. I'm not saying I did it perfectly, not at all. But I think I, I, I tried really hard to, to respect her parents and respect her dad and her mom. That helps a lot down the road because now I'm married into this, this family who, who loves me like their own kid. Like, honestly, like, you know, they're awesome. And like I said, if I would have done anything that they strictly said, you know, not to do or, you know, I disrespected them in any big way. Like, I know they would forgive me, show me grace, but our relationship now wouldn't be the same. Mm. Yeah. And for sure, I think like like you're saying, Mikey, letting it be something that you actually believe in. Right. As far as honoring your parents and, and her parents more than just paying lip service and then going and doing whatever you want, but also just making that effort to to make sure that you're actually sticking to what they're asking you to do is definitely a great thing. And I think that's something that I would hope, you know, any of the students listening in definitely take heed to, obviously for any relationship, but when your parents are believers, I think that's that's especially important to listen to if they're trying to bring that perspective and that accountability into into your life and into your relationship. Yeah, for sure. But with that, I'm going to say thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. Thank you guys for joining us and, and having this conversation with us today. Yes, yeah, thank thanks, you for Kevin. Having us. Thank you for having us. So, you know, we're going to keep having these discussions here on the podcast. We're going to keep talking about different topics. Don't worry, we are moving on from dating. So our next topic will be a different one. But if you guys listening have an idea for a podcast topic, or if you guys have questions about anything that we talk about on this podcast, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram at Committed Youth. Feel free to give us a text if you have one of our numbers as your youth leaders and ask us those questions. Get those ideas rolling. So from all of us here at Committed Youth and from all of us on the podcast today, we want to say God bless and goodbye. Goodbye.